Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Dev, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the printers and talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topics, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What's good out there, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We've got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building and the boy B. Austin, the HBC. We're in week number 13 of the sports shutdown due to the global COVID-19 pandemic. All right, what's going on here? But on top of that, I'm hearing an echo. (laughs) Um, America's still burning because that pot boiled over when George George Floyd was killed by the police in Minneapolis. Talked a little bit about that last week. Um, this week, Saints quarterback Drew Brees is in the news, and we're going to rap about that. So keep it locked right here. In the war room, we may not get to the whole two, but if you want to get in on the conversation while it's still going on, just sign in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be uh, taking your calls on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. As usual, that number is 323-410-0012. Just so make sure you guys strap in with us. Uh, Shout out to everybody on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Um, But we're going to get into this right now. Jim, B, what's going on? What's up, Uh, R.T.? I just just want to... What's wrong with your line, R.T.? Yeah, I had to mute him. He was he was causing an echo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he just rolled up. What up, Jim? <laughs> Ain't nothing, man. Yo, he just bounced on us like yo. Yeah, I know. Like, you got some technical difficulties. You know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just, just still out here fighting a good fight, man. How about you, man? How, how's your week been thus far with everything going on in the world? Man, same thing. It's just a lot of. You know, with everything happening, you know, I've been watching every night, <laughs> watching America burn. Um, I didn't mean to laugh when I said when I said that, but at the same time, you know, some messages just need to be sent um, in a country where nothing seems to get the attention, like some good old violence and damage and stuff like that, because we talk and we talk and we talk, and people choose not to listen. They choose not to hear you, so I don't know. It's like we're left to nothing to do as a collective. Um, yeah, I just I, I want to start the episode off on my end a little different um, mm-hmm. by saying to you brothers, uh, brother Jimmy, brother Devin, I love you guys, man. God bless you uh-huh. and your family. No homo. Love you too, bro. Uh, no, yeah, I, I and I gotta say. I got to say no homo because even at 40, I had the mind of an 18-year-old and I never really left high school. Um, I'm going to discuss cause and effect, probably for the foreseeable future. Hashtag everything cause and effect.
connect with me because I'm finding that that's the easiest way to help people who are not of our mindset and who have not gone through our experiences and some of some who have, because, you know, even if you've been through maybe some of the same experiences as we've been through, you still may have a limited perspective and vantage point. So I'm going to help you with hashtag cause and effect. And I'm going to use a lot of analogies because I know analogies work for children, uh, dumb people, lemmings, and adults. Um, but you can, you can, you can spoon feed people what you need them to have, and if they don't want to listen, then nothing's going to work. They don't want to. But yeah, no, I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah. It. no, absolutely. If you guys I, I, haven't, absolutely. If you guys haven't checked out, um, you know, the latest video on our uh, War Room Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you do that. It is B. Austin giving you a couple of minutes, some general thoughts on cause and effect and how everything um, relates to what's going on in the world today, the whole George Floyd situation, just racism in America, being black in America in general. And And also look out on our um, website. Hold on, B. Look out for our website because he also has a blog dropping uh, this evening. And I'm trying to – I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to advertise. I'm trying to plug all your stuff, and you ain't trying to let me do it. What's up? My, my bad. My bad. I'm, I'm I'm a little hyped, man. This this stuff got me hyped. Not for for us per se, because I'm impervious and impregnable. Uh, shout out to the great Michael Tyson. But all of this kind of hit me as I was sitting there looking at my my son, man. Like yeah. looking at I mean, my son. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, we're no further ahead than 1960. And in 1960, I would argue they were no further ahead than 1930. And in 19, you get the picture, so on and so forth. So now I'm like, okay, yeah, you'll let me get a job and make six figures. Let me own a house. But anytime I step outside and law enforcement decides that one of us fits the crime or fits the description of said quote unquote crime, you know, we can end up in a box and I'm going to just, I'm going to just say what it really is. Like, yo, it's, it's all gravy. Like I listen, everybody standing behind George Floyd and, and what is happening, using him as a martyr and a symbol. God bless you. I, re, I respect it, but this ain't the, this ain't the first and this ain't the last since my man got clapped. Two more unarmed black people were murdered by the race soldiers, a.k.a. law enforcement, a.k.a. the police. So, like, for me, I'm like, okay, it's high time living in a culture of immediacy. Does this shit disappear in the next 60 days and we back to normal? Because that's what I believe we we headed for. Yeah, go ahead, brother. I'm gonna. You ain't even let us intro the show, yo. We he just said what's up, and you just went all the way in. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Hey, I got hey, some hey, boys hey, for Drew Brees too. Drew gonna hey, get Jimmy. it today too. Drew, you gonna get it. You gonna get these hands. Shout, Shout out, out to the guy after the Austin talking. He was like, "Oh, y'all going to fool too tonight?" <laughs> like, yo, like, I'm just listen, man. I'm like, just gonna let him go, man. Listen, man. He got the high hand. I'm just gonna keep passing the ball. I'm gonna stay out the way, man. Like. You know, this is this right, is so he goes for fifty tonight. 
this is the thing. Like we said, we had a couple of quarterbacks this week. One of them considered a Yo, legend. man, real quick. Yo, shout out to LeBron, too, man. Shout out to LeBron. Yo, man. we going to talk That's about big. LeBron, man. My bad, my bad, man. Yo. Yo. All right, look, look, look. Let me let – we got some – we got to pay bills. We got – we got – you know, we, we got to pay some bills. Okay, I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. Yeah, I'm going to chill. 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 i am going to just know that the hot topics are brought to you by my bookie. Look, when when sports finally return, you guys can make a lot of money betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked them out, this is the time where you can get your account up and running. So when we're ready and the games are back, you can lay down some dough on the biggest games in sports by joining us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. If you guys are tired of getting the runaround when it's time to collect on your bets, that's why we urge you to give MyBookie a try. You win, they pay out fast with no hassles. You're basically wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the game starts. So join now on MyBookie and match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, just just a couple things before we, we go out on that tangent. Uh, Hall of Famer, uh, basketball Hall of Famer, basketball legend Wes Unsell died this week at 74 years old. So we want to, you know, definitely give him a rest in peace shout-out, condolences to his family. Um, they said he died peacefully. He actually died of pneumonia, but, you know, they're not – saying that that other thing was was involved. Um, it pretty much seemed like anybody who's died from something like pneumonia or anything like that in the past uh, 60 days or so, they're linking it to COVID, but I haven't seen anything COVID-related um, with his death. But rest in peace to uh, Wes Unseld. And then you brothers want to say anything to Wes and his family, the master of the outlet pass? <laughs> Damn. He took my thunder. That's, what, oh, that's exactly bad. where I was going. I was going to say the master of the outlet pass, you know, salute to you. You play for an enemy organization, but in, in your in your time of rest and ascendancy to the great essence, man, salute to you, man. You was, you was pretty good. <laughs> you I mean, he, good. He, he, he was – no, nah, he was an amazing player, um, one of those guys who, who uh, gets lost in the shuffle because of all the all-time greats that played around him. Because of you know the, the the era in which he played, but he he got an MVP. He's been the MVP of the league. He got a Finals MVP, won a chip, been all all star multiple times. So um you know salute to to one of the all time greats, man. Was undersized um, too. He was only about six foot seven, and you know and that's the thing with, with the big guys. All right, yeah, so rest he played on a time of like Wil- Wilton Kareem, so he kind of like you know. Right. Oh, he played in that era, so Will and Kareem put hands upon D. Probably. Well, he was in between. The, West he was put like, hands you know, back he was towards the middle, towards the end of like you know um, Wilt's dominance, and then you know as Kareem emerged, but he was like a, like right in between there. But he was one of the he was one of the better players. Like I said, he's a, he's an MVP of the league, so that tells you what kind of ball player he was. But you know when you're surrounded <clears> by, you know, arguably two of the goats. 
um, you know, you, you kind of get lost in the sauce. But, you know, rest in power to, to one of the all-time greats. All right, so here here's some, some league news, some professional league news. You know, we've been going back and forth for the past couple of weeks with some of these restart plans. Um, I think the NHL is pretty much set with what we told you guys last week. They're going to do a 24-game uh, playoff. I believe the first round of that is going to be best of five, so that's kind of like the play-in series to get into the real dance. Um, Major League Baseball, remember they proposed an 82-game regular season to the Union last week. The Union counter-proposed with a 114-game regular season with no additional salary cuts. Um, And then Major League Baseball rejected that. They told the Players Union FOH, um, (laughs) and and they said there will be no more counter-offers. So I don't know where we stand with a Major League Baseball season. Um, What we've been waiting on, the NBA, uh, I believe their Board of Governors have basically okayed their new plan, which is to start back with 22 teams probably on July 31st in the bubble at the Wide World of Sports down in Orlando. Um, 22 teams, they're going to take the top, the 16 that were already you know, the top eight on each side as playoff teams. Uh, the rest of the 22, it includes the Portland Trailblazers, for everybody that's wondering what Dame's going to do. But they've kind of given incentives of, um, you know, for teams like Portland, just in case in the last few games that they do. if Port- Say if Portland doesn't catch Memphis, they'll still be able to play them. If they finish no more than four games behind them, out of the eighth spot, they can play them um, for with a play-in game to get into the playoffs. I don't know if it's a game or if it's a, an actual series, but um, they can still get in. First of all, do y'all think that's – like who do you think that – because they're trying to appease both sides. They're trying to appease like the complaints of somebody like Dame Lillard because they were figuring in the real season they had some time to catch up. But then you're going to have Memphis complaining like, look – if we end up, you know, three or four games in front of these, this team, no matter where we stop, how is it fair that they could still bump us out of the real playoff field? So what do you guys think about that real quick? I mean, taking a book in a, a big market, Jimmy, Memphis don't matter anyway. They're just good for barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Portland, not that big of a market, but it's still a more famous franchise. So it does seem like they're trying to get the Trailblazers in to that last spot. If not the Trailblazers, you know they would love to have the Pelicans in there just to have Zion in the playoffs. I think that's really who they're going to be trying to get in there. I just – I want to – they're trying to get Zion in. I want to see Melo go for 40 at least before he's up out of here. And, you know, I think it it does good to get this season underway and see LeBron – Vie, uh with all his witnesses and bronsexuals for the number one spot. That's the only thing he can do to compete with the last dance, man. Why you why you gotta diss his fans, man? I mean, I'm I'm his fan. I'm not his stand. There's a difference. So I, so I don't mean that. Why you have to diss his stands? What they do to you? They part of the they part of they part of the problem. 
All stands are running from. No matter what player they stand for. Um, Mike stands. I was of the Brian opinion. Stands. I w- you know, everybody, yeah, people stand who they want to stand, but some people are just disgusting with it. Like, you know, you could be disgusting with your stand, your standingness of an average player. But anyway, um, I always thought that Portland wasn't going to catch him anyway. That was of the opinion when the season was going on that they weren't going to catch him. Yeah, I, I like that they were. Was a Memphis, man. Yeah. I know, yeah, I, I, I like him too. I just, I just saw, I saw the fade. Coming. I just, I just like their. <laughs> I saw the fade coming. Like, um, yeah, but I like their. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, and since Dame want to play, he's it's going to get screwed. Never mind. Um, but Dame cried his way into getting what he wanted. So, salute to him. He always does. You know what I'm saying? Did you notice that's kind of yeah, Dame's it, thing? And I like Dame. I'm a, I'm a Dame fan. But you notice Dame, he has no problem with whining a little bit. Um, Obviously, at this point, he knows that it works. Like, he whined his way into his first. Uh, All Star yeah. Game. He wound his way into All Star Game. Now he's winding. His <laughs> now way he's winding his way into an opportunity to get to the playoffs. So yeah, the he doesn't really get held accountable for it because no one really cares about him. To be honest with you, it's like he's nice. He's one of the best players in the league, but he over there in Portland, so it like really don't even matter. Like, and he no got bars. To watch so. play. When you can when you can hoop and you got bars, we kind of give you a pass on some of the other stuff you do, um, because that's yeah. too you know. That's that's yeah. That's like the whole culture in one damn near. You can hoop and you got bars. Yeah. You family. That should be his nickname. His nickname should his nickname should just be culture. Hey, even though you're out here bitching, you 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 family. All right. So um, that's the NBA proposal in a nutshell. I'm, I, I, from what I'm hearing, um. Everybody's on board, so the votes are basically going to be there for them to do that. All right, so let's get into what we came here to talk about. You know, B. Austin tried to hijack the whole intro of the show so he can get these bars off. Um, and we're going to get to the phone lines. We see we see y'all, so just hang out for a minute on the phone lines. We're going to get into the conversation, and we're going to go to the line and get some opinions from the, the folks calling in. Um, we're going to start this with the quote of the week. And the quote of the week comes from none other than Mr. Drew Brees, quarterback of your New Orleans Saints. Um, He was on, uh, I think he was being interviewed by Yahoo Finance for some reason. Yep, it was. Yahoo Finance. Drew got that chicken. So because of everything that's going on, you know, right now with the protests, um, and everything else you want to call it, riots, you know, whatever's going on in America right now that has race relations in a in a tense spot, um, even more tense than normal, they got onto the subject of this possibly propelling the NFL players to again start kneeling during the national anthem. So when he was asked about this, this was his quote. He said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, Same place. Um, Let me tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played. And when I look at the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army, one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and try to make our country and this world a better place. Yeah, that's what they were fighting for. He goes on to say, every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears. 
thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movement of the 60s, and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up to this point, and is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go, but I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together, we can all do better, and that we're all parts of the solution. To that, fellas, what do you say? Um, Drew Brees um, on a family uh, oriented show. I apologize in advance, but um, get the whole and entire F-U-C-K out of here. Um, and, you know, again, my whole theme personally is cause and effect. So you're dealing with the neighborhood bully, you at the pool in the summertime, and he holds you under the water, and you're swinging and you're swinging, him and his homies, and you're trying to get up. Now you smack the ish out of a little girl going by, and everybody talking to you about smacking the little girl. Meanwhile, the bully was holding you underwater. The cause. We want to control the narrative, not we, them, they, and talk about the effect. The effect is the little girl got smacked. Okay. The effect is these unheard voices are taking things into their own hands and, and for the most part, I would say peacefully protesting. But if you want to go to the rioting and the looting, okay. Yeah, they rioting and looting. But the cause begot the effect. The cause set the tone and created the stage and, and, and the context for the effect. And by, by dictating the narrative, Drew Brees and people like him hijack things and want to talk about something that, quite frankly, is totally irrelevant. But the, the part, funny it's part totally about that, specifically, and spe- specifically talking about Drew Brees, like, you can take the rioting and looting out of it because he's asked specifically about players kneeling before a game. And he made it known, even though you had three or four years to think about this, to learn about this, to talk to your teammates that you call brothers about this, like, you had all of that time to understand the plight. And after all of that, at a time when the country is, is basically just literally on fire, you choose to double down and pretty much say, this flag is more important than whatever the hell it is that these guys are protesting. Mm-hmm. He always goes on and talks about what he does in the black community, how he helps. Yeah, thanks, Drew. But – the money, the time, whatever you're doing, you know, and we enjoy, you know, everybody, we always, you know, give money, give time, all that kind of stuff. But does it really matter if you're not even attempting to understand the people that you're quote unquote helping? That's like, Massa, you know, Massa let the slaves eat on a slave plantation and have Christmas dinner. I so, do things in the community. It, it was terribly short sighted. I'll be, I'll be very brief because uh, my brother B. Austin's on fire, and I want him to go for um, for Kobe's 81, so I'm going to let him keep scoring. But I just want to <laughs> say something real quick. Let, let me get a, you know what I mean, a couple of jump shots off real quick. I just want to say that um, for me, 
like it's going to sound crazy, but this is much to do about nothing because I expect him to feel this way. I'm I'm done trying to explain my side or shall I say our side because what's the point? They don't listen anyway. Like we, I believe that Tom Brady feels the same way. Ben Roethlisberger feels the same way. Like I'm not I'm not trying to put that on them, but that's how I feel they feel anyway. So this isn't shocking to me. You know, Beyonce's thing. No, I gotta applaud that, yo. His thing is called effect. My 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 motif is, yo, independence over acceptance. I think that a lot of our Mm. problems are we've been getting answers to the questions we've been asking, but we've been asking the wrong questions. We want to be accepted so bad. Listen, I'm about independence, man. So therefore, I don't care how he feels. I don't care how anybody of this ill feels because I expect him to feel that way. So, Word. You know, with that being said, um, you know, I'm a, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna let B Austin continue to, you know, gun all night. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. as, 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 as the great Muhammad Ali said, what you think about me is none of my business. Now, the problem, the problem with that line of thinking, and it's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. It's not wrong at all but we have a generation or future generations as they mature and grow, you have to have conversations with them about why they live, breathe, eat, play, learn, and move about in a system with cultures that not only don't accept them, but actually covertly poop on their identities, right? And that's very important in the context of the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, track and field, all of these sports, soccer, you know, football, F-U-T-B-O-L. Because even though I'm one million percent with you in terms of independence over acceptance, you know, you have to talk about why you're not accepted and how you're not accepted and how that should be fuel and fertilizer for your own independence and where you should and can be accepted, right? And so I'm with you, right right or wrong, condemn me if you choose or not, but I assume, I assume at this stage of my life that there's probably a 75 to 85% chance that a white person's feelings about black people fall somewhere in between Donald and David Chavez. I just assume that. I assume until you prove that that's not the case, I know that you come bearing gifts and sugary sweet. We can have a a conversation. We can talk sports. We can do all of those things. But at the end of the day, in your mind, you're thinking something stupid about black-on-black crime. Or you're thinking something stupid about why didn't he just comply. Or you're thinking something stupid like, worse, can't they just go back to Africa if America's not good enough for them? Like, I assume, unfortunately, that that is, and I refuse to even acknowledge the folks that say that that's wrong. No, F that. Because, again, the cause of me feeling that way, and I speak for my brothers, I think the cause of us feeling that way, the effect of of what we are now and where we are now. The cause so if you're not going to address, acknowledge and deal with the cause of that, what are we what are we what are we even talking about? 
Look, man, right. as the brother said, independence over acceptance. So there was um there was a lot of fallout from this. Um some things surprised me a little bit because some people from his team, um, Malcolm Jenkins, who's back with the Saints now, uh he, he did like a five minute video. Um he actually had different versions of the video, one of them that he ended up deleting, but you know, once it's on social media, it's on social media. Um he had one where he ended by saying, you know, if you kind of like if you don't understand this by now um, and you're not paying attention and you don't want to understand, then it's best if you shut the F up. Um, Michael Thomas, his number one wide receiver, probably the person he has to be in sync with the most on the team, um, he tweeted, he said, we don't care if you don't agree and whoever else, how about that? Um, Emmanuel Sanders, um, he tweeted, shaking my head, ignorant. Um, Michael Thomas tweeted again, saying he don't know no better. So Drew Brees, who by all accounts has been a very respected figure, damn near a hero in the NFL and to his peers, whether inside football or not, like in, the, in, in just a few minutes, just a few words, he became like public enemy number one, and it was very surprising for me to say. Um, LeBron tweeted at him. He said, wow, man, um, is it still surprising at this point? Sure isn't. You literally still don't understand why Cap was kneeling on one knee. Have absolute nothing to do with the disrespect of the flag and our soldiers um, who keep our land free. My father-in-law was one of those. Um, it, it is, Like I said, it's incredibly short-sighted because Drew Brees – in that little diatribe talked about his grandfather's coming home from war, World War II. Um, didn't stop to acknowledge that there were a lot of black people who fought for this country in World War II as well, most of them by force. You know, they were drafting dudes back then. Um, but the, but the same at the same time, while they were in the war, they were still segregated from white soldiers. They were still, you know getting called certain names and being treated when they did come across white soldiers, they were still being treated a certain way. And then when it was all said and done, when they went over there and risked their lives, many of them gave their lives. They come back to a country where they're disrespected, treated as second class citizens. Um, but people expect us to be gung ho captain America when the, when the anthem comes on, like I have no reason, no feeling whatsoever to, to feel like I need to put my hand over my heart when the anthem plays and cry. The only time I teared up during the anthem is when Whitney tore that down, and that had everything to do with her voice and nothing to do with the words that she was she was singing. And that's real talk right there. I don't even like that they try to get our kids to say the the Pledge of Allegiance in school every morning. I don't like Mine it. Is not allowed. <laughs> I don't like it. And I, I would say this at a certain age. It it won't be happening because you know first of all how are you gonna get kids to pledge their allegiance to something and they have no knowledge <laughs> no solid knowledge of the history of what they're pledging to I mean, it's, indoctrination it's all, and programming it's all a bunch of BS man so the stuff that gets you hyped Drew Brees the stuff that gets you you know goosebumps and tearing up and all that kind of stuff I don't feel that way y'all know me I don't even root for America in the Olympics half the time. Unless it's just people yeah, on the team that I like. 
Yo, real quick, though, a couple things. First off, first off, Malcolm Jenkins, you should have reached the part with them fake-ass crocodile tears. That was the worst tears I've ever seen in my life. That was so oh, oh, you, so oh. you have no, you have, you have no future in Hollywood, beloved. That shit was so fake. But, yo, I do feel like he was emotional, but the tears was a bit much, man. Come on, cuz. Like, yo, you're no Nambi Akuma. But that being said, though. I'm be trying. I'll be killing my man. Yo, I have my no emotion. Tears is real, man. I show no emotion to that song. In fact, I laugh at people that show emotion to that song. One of the funniest things I think I've ever seen in my life is when like T.O. heard the song at the 9-11. I still felt no emotion toward that song. I, 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 I feel more emotion um, when Lionel Richie gets to the bridge on Truly than I do when I hear the national anthem, man, because that just touches me a little bit more because that song was fire, but that's either here nor there. Um <laughs> Hey Jim, but, but you know how many people are listening is. right now and are saying, screaming to their radios or or, or their computers, then y'all, y'all can go live in another country then. F you. Yeah, or I can stay <laughs> point here. Point blank. Point blank. Don't bring me somewhere and then to try to tell me I need to roll <laughs> because I'm not really liking Yo. what's going on in, in some parts of, of, of the place that you bought me. All to. I got to say all I gotta say to that is, man, shout shout out the court, man. I'm gonna say to that is hashtag Dave Byers. But yo, um, getting, getting back to what we was talking about, man. Um, I, yo, the, the fact of the matter is, man, some of these cats don't understand history, nor do they care to understand history. They don't read. What I realized through this whole thing, through reading and all and, and everything, and this this goes for all people across the board. <clears throat> people don't read. People don't know history, like. And the whole thing, black and white, the way they use, like, Malcolm and Martin's name, is like, yo, you don't know your history. Right. They're pooping on, right. on, like, Martin. Like, yo, Martin was the most hated man in this country. Like, y'all don't read. That's the problem. Yeah. But, that's the the, but they, they think that's the only black man ever that was likable, and they didn't like him then. But now, oh, posthumously, like, like, Martin Luther King is the only name they want to bring up when they want to, you know, Control us and put us at bay. What would Martin have done? Martin, at the, at the point where he was when he died, Martin would have said, "Burn that shit." <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, there's so many other people that fought for our freedoms, man, and they want to narrow it down to to, to Martin just because they they want to co opt well, the message. Well, yeah. well, again, they want to they want to co opt the message and and control the narrative. And I I, I I laugh at times and I get angry at other times to have people that come from a culture of oppression, of oppressing others, dictate to you who represents your voice in leadership in change. Like, huh? What? Right. And then as y'all as y'all said, they're not historically factual or accurate. Because the last three years of Martin Luther King's life, he spent trying to reach an olive branch out to the other brother, you know, to 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 to, to let him know, yo, I was That's wrong, man. That turned me into cheap. Coming to America. That's day one. That's day one. Like <laughs> That's day one. It's, it's just a go-to, and the only thing they can even quote from Martin Luther King is, is excerpts from the "I Have a Dream" speech. So it's like, you know, miss me with that because y'all. Like you hated no. him when he was alive. But, but, he he was considered a terrorist, just like you do Black Lives Matter. I'm, I'm not trying. Yo, the whole thing. Hey, hey, wait, something crazier. The 
the first half of the I Have a Dream speech, he was ripping into their ass, and they never played that part. They start from the I Have a Dream speech. Before then, when he was talking about poor people's rights and, and, and how and he was going in on the, on the country and the government, they cut that entire piece out. Like, even within the I Have a Dream speech, they co-opted that, but they don't tell it historically accurate. Another thing is they've been doing this since the beginning of time, man. Like, whether you're believe, whether you a Christian or whatever you believe, if you believe in the, the figure known as Jesus Christ, you know, he was a black revolutionary, if you really want to get down to it, who hung in the slums. Let's keep it a buck. So they co-opted that and turned it into something. One million in 81. This is just what happens, man. This is just okay, what happens, man. So my thing let's, let's, let's go because the, the phone line's blowing up. Let's get a couple of oh, these calls God. in, and then we'll, we'll get into the, the apology. And then we'll we'll get we into the apology, and then we'll right mention now, get, another quarterback <laughs> who had to make an apology as well. Um, Jimmy gave a shout out to 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 Court for his hashtags in the past couple of days. We got him on the line right here. What up, Court? Oh, okay. What up, what up, guys? How y'all feel? Was that What's angry? Up, <laughs> angry black yeah, dude. Not it. Yeah. Out of um, hey Dev, it's it's funny, man, because. Out of all the trolling that I've done and out of all the pot stirring that I've done, only thing that hasn't stopped me is racism and police brutality. That's what stopped me from trolling. I can't even do it anymore, man. <laughs> even that, though, like your hashtag, me and Jimmy was talking about that offline today, and we were we were dying because cause the, the funny thing is you're you're just like me at this point. When we talk about anything related to race, politics, like, you're really expecting Dave Byers in less than five to ten minutes. I'm surprised he hasn't been there. Maybe it's just because he knows we've been calling him out, but I, exactly. I don't know where he is. I thought the bat signal would have went up as soon as Drew said this dumb stuff, but <laughs> he's nowhere to be found. But what's up with you? And, uh, well, just to let you guys know, I'm on the front line out here in Chicago, man, and this stuff, I mean, not just Chicago, but all across America. I, pretty, I mean, they did, they, they, they tore Philly up, too. I saw Batman oh, yeah. out there and everything, oh, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, yeah. We always got characters running around Philly, too. Jimmy's just talking about Jesus Christ. We got a Jesus Christ in Philly that be making appearances. Jim, why he ain't show up? He he in trouble with the <laughs> he don't want that people smoke. don't like him no more? He don't want that smoke. He's like, this, this situation is a little more serious. I ain't going to be walking out here acting like I'm Jesus. Um, but Yeah, but I feel they, like they definitely I, did. I, I, In Philly, they still tearing it up. They done broke into the zoo. There's <laughs> all kinds of stuff going on. I, I, I feel like it, uh, at this point in time where we at in society and where we at in the world, even with our entertainers and athletes, you just can't be comfortable in your mansion and just send out a uh, a, re- a release, a press release, or a text or something. We we gonna need all hands on deck if we're really gonna try to make this thing change. It's just because we got too many of them Jason Whitlock types that just gonna be sitting comfortable in their mansion. And mm-hmm. I mean, we need a collective front. I mean, we got just to let you guys know. You, I mean, you guys, I'm, I'm talking to you guys. I'm just talk, really talking to your audience. But just to let you guys know. Is that our youth are really putting their life on the line right now? Not the people that's thirty years or forty years old. Our youth are out there. Our youth are I'm gonna front. We we you know, and I, when I say we, just talking about the collective. Like we talk a lot of trash about millennials, Generation Z, and all of that kind of stuff. But they bout it. They definitely bout yeah. that life. Like they're definitely frontliners. Um, you even see, and, and I, this ain't even the time where I'm trying to, but 
to give any props to the other side, but you see a lot of people out there of different races. And then, Jimmy, some of those videos we watched today when you see little young white girls trying to argue with their that, to me, their racist parents and stuff most, like that. I mean, that's, that's, that is that's amazing more, to see that kind of stuff because you would think that they would shut out, the B, shout out the BBC. What would you say, Jim? Yo, that's what you, <laughs> yo, be awesome. I heard that. That's that's one of the more intriguing things about this whole uh, this whole this whole experience is that the, the the white people on Instagram and TikTok or whatever where they're talking to their parents, like the realization that yo, my parent is a racist. That whole yeah, that like, whole like you know thing of videos is kind of like, like oh, now you know it's very inter- it's like I don't know I don't know why but it's entertaining to me and it's intriguing because they like the kids are in total shock like yo I never knew my dad or mom felt this way until now mm-hmm. now now the stuff hits the fan it's like yo my dad is a racist and they're putting <laughs> them out there and and the re and the reason why is because they could always hide behind well I have black friends mom and dad has have black friends they come over we talk to them we're you don't know the cultural subscription to supremacy that your parents have. You don't know that that, that Obama in office made them feel uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. They don't know about people getting denied for the GI Bill. They don't know about redlining. They don't know about the color of law. They don't know these things. They don't read. So if you don't read, you don't know your history, then you don't understand how it's not just as simple as saying, hey, I'm not using the N-word, therefore I'm not racist. It's not that simple. But that's yeah, the thing, Jim. It's not just not reading and stuff like this. It's, it's an unwillingness to. Because, you know, that one argument that we were listening to today, like, they really swore that they weren't racist, but they were saying everything in a book where, like you said, the little girl was so shocked. Like, like Mom, you told me. Like, they're telling her she don't know anything. And then she countered by telling her mom, like, well, I'm watching the news, and you told me to cut it off. She's like, I just because I don't want to hear that. But this is the time right. that you need to stand up if you consider yourself a quote unquote ally. And then on the other this side of this whole thing, we're gonna let court rock in a second. But on the other side of this whole thing, I've seen a lot of footage where there's a lot of white people who you can see running in and running out of stores with stuff where they're doing this, and they seem like they're just opportunists at this particular moment because you know when it's all said and done where the blame is going to get cast, you know, where the narrative is going to point. So you can go out there and act a fool and just go out there and get you some TVs and stuff like that because it's never going to fall back on you. It's never even going to fall back on your race as a whole. So I've seen that side of it too. But, Court, yeah, I've seen a lot of pictures of Chicago. Um, it's, It's crazy that it has to get to this, but... I'm, I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging anybody. Well, this is a country, you know, everything that's ever happened in this country historically has been done by force. So they can't get mad now. Well, I'm going to say this last thing. I know you guys got the callers want to get in. I know mm-hmm. you guys got to run your show. You, all, you guys, I'm a big fan, but I'm going to say this last thing. It's like we, right now, this actually can be a blessing in disguise to where this could possibly, I ain't going to say possibly, this should force us to work together and build with each other. That's what it mm-hmm. should do. And I'm going to leave you guys with that thought. And I, you guys my boys, and I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show. All right, man. Thanks for your call. Peace. We appreciate peace, it. Peace. Thanks, Court. And that, All right. Definitely a great point. I mean, I saw, Jimmy, you, you were kind of preaching that. I mean, you've always always have um, on, the, on your By the Hood platform, talking about 
you know, building together and stuff like that. And then even I posted something a few weeks ago that was kind of stressing the the importance of um, connecting the dots. Yeah, like you, you really can't get a whole lot done as a collective if everybody's so independent and everybody's only so, looking out for self. So, 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 if I, no, if I may, there brothers, is no organization oh, oh, oh. or institution of that that made any change or has become substantial that has done it with one person and one person alone. I don't care if we're talking about a company. I don't care if we're talking about an uh, uh, institution of higher learning. Whether we're talking about a hospital a government body, whatever it may be, it takes more than one person. It takes a collective. And, you know, that's one of the things that we always preach because, you know, part, part of the idea, is just, in that, just in that term, by the hood, is not necessarily just real estate or just buildings. It's about each other. you got to buy into each other. Economics. One of the buy in. With, so, yeah, so one of the things is, and it's not even just it's economics is one part of it, but just, just being able to, like, you know, build and, and love and trust each other. Like, you know, so to me, I want some of this energy to stay there in terms of building, right? Because if we start putting this energy towards building, then we a lot of these problems we won't have. Because again, right. I'm about independence over yeah. acceptance. You don't so, got it. So the point, point, so the point, so the point you're really making is 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 a is black love, man. Love, love yeah, is important. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the and 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 I'll tell you that in that you solve the entire problem that that is the remedy for black people the world over is being in love blackness your racial identity your ethnic identity your cultural identity because as was pointed to earlier independence over acceptance right one of the things that challenges us is when we do things as a people or individually for the acceptance of a culture and a society that doesn't love you to begin with. It's okay to seek acceptance from someone or something that has your best interest at heart, that loves you. Man, but it, I mean, it's like, who else is going to love us but us? How long, but us. How long as a group, are we going to hug Uncle Phil crying? You know what I'm saying? How long are we going to do that? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Bars. Let's see how many of y'all out there get that. But how long are we going to do that as black people? Yeah, that, you don't love me, man. Answer, answer amongst yourselves, man. Let's go to the phone line again. We got the uh, homie Tobias calling in from Arizona. Tobias, what's going on? Roll took damn tight. Took you nakers long enough, know, man. man. Gosh. What's going on, fellas? Man, just oh, man. Hey, yeah, hey, 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 to the phone lines are a little bit harder hey. when B. Austin is hype. Like, oh, Lord, yeah. Really, hey, really, hey. we ain't got room to talk to none of you nakers tonight. <laughs> but hey, we're going you know hey, no. we, to get you in yeah. a couple, couple minutes in here because B. Austin latest, is on uh, one. This latest. This latest episode of um of, of White Supremacy, is it making you want to uh, challenge um who you root for in college football? Are you ready to leave Alabama? <laughs> oh, no, hell no. Hey, I like Dabo. Hey, now nah, I don't pull for the Clemson Tigers, by the way, to let you know that right now. Alabama, we run a clean, pristine <laughs> program there with the utmost respect for his players. And that, and that our coaches don't, 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 hey, and Alabama coaches do not call players the N-word, and a, you know, but anyway, but, but, but Dabo loves Guy, and they love Dabo. Plus, hey, hey, Jimmy, yo, yeah, it's his some name stuff is Dabo, you're just not going to get 
some people away from. You got that list yeah, that's going around, yeah. and all the black people mad about where they're not going to eat anymore because of who gave uh, donations to Donald Trump. Y'all going to Popeyes and y'all going to Chick Fil A, so y'all can talk all that righteous but, but, stuff but, all but, you but want. You know, you know the problem is though. But see, I see you niggas in the drive-through. You know, it's a lot of deep stuff here, right? Because I don't participate in these days boycotts. You know, because the boycotts fail because there's no other option. There ain't no black Best Buy. Wait, what was a black owned electronic shop where you get a black TV Home at? Depot? Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, and, and like you look at this stuff, a lot of stuff I like. See, the one thing I was, I like my race the biggest to be wide open. I don't like these head races. <laughs> you know, be wide open with. I know where I stand. And, uh, and, and like yeah. I can totally I can totally agree with that. I, I have a level of respect for the Confederate flag toting, uh white supremacist leaning, pickup driving, trucker hat having, uh police button up with the uh with the sleeves cut off. You know, that that type of supremacist, you know where they stand and they and you have to let them know you know this is where I stand. This is where you stand. We good. Stop. Yeah, they, listen, they, listen to, they listen to Kenny Chesney. You talking about a Raleigh Cooper type? Yeah. Like yeah, Raleigh hey, Cooper. Raleigh Cooper. Yeah. Raleigh yeah. You know. I hung on you know, you know, man. And, you know, uh, and, and it's like, I, I want to listen to all this stuff, right? And I look at how they talk to black people. Black people getting gunned down, killed on cameras and punity. All this stuff, right? And their response is, go vote. Uh, people, uh, <laughs> you know, I know. I understand the voting is great and all, but I know certain local elections are different times here, so I'm just going to speak on national. That's in November. This is June. What about now? What about the 10 other unarmed black folks that are going to be murdered between now and November? What does that have to do? Yeah, I got you. I got you. You know what, my you know what reminds me of when they tell you to pull up your pants? That solves everything. Or your daddy being in the house solves everything. That's, that's what it sounds like to be the 2020 slogan. And, and then you got Barack Obama out here giving out wolf tickets again, being a hype man, like playing with Blade over here. Hey, well, what kills me, y'all say white folks are uncomfortable. How the hell are they uncomfortable with a guy that bent over and spread a wide open for them at every opportunity? He did no. not know. committees and lobbyists are 
You can buy a senator. Buy, Listen, put man. your money together and cop a senator. So pretty much, B, you're saying all of these people that they're talking about are giving these huge, do- huge donations that we should be boycotting. They're gonna give that. They're gonna write those checks, and they probably ain't gonna go to no ballot. They write them. Here's what, yo. Here's what. Here's what the people don't really realize. Though. I gotta keep it two virgins with y'all, right? On a local level, and and I've literally been in the room. <laughs> two virgins. So so, yo, I gotta keep it two virgins with y'all. I have been in the rooms, right? Um, I used to work in politics before I decided that yo, there ain't no real power here. And the fact is, on a, it don't even cost that much, right? They I've don't. seen people get stuff done for like three grand. Like, you put together a political action committee, like, and you raise like you know ten, twelve thousand dollars, you can buy four or five politicians. Like, it don't even cost that much. But the fact 30, is, 40 you Virgil? think that you can just vote. You think that you, you think that your vote matters. <laughs> Like I'm not listen. Your vote matters if you got some bread behind it. The bread is where it's where it's at. I listen. I keep it two versions, yeah, man. Come That's on, how you it, get it, it done, man. Hey, y'all talking about that? Shout you know, out, in, shout in, in, out in, that, in that Atlanta mayor, right? She's in that Atlanta mayor, Keisha Bottles. In that Atlanta mayor, Keisha Bottles, yelling at somebody like their auntie over here. Here's the thing. Well, huh? Wasn't she the one that was crying a month ago that folks were calling her the white people calling her the N word because they couldn't go outside and get a haircut? And now it's like, go vote. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Oh, it's easy for her to fire black cops because black cops always get punished. It's the white ones that don't get punished. Fire them and lock them up. Then you perceive uh, Mayor Bottom. That's how to keep it real because what, what, like, what people like y'all talking about policy and all this good stuff, right? Philando Castillo got killed in the same metro area. Oh, and that Latino cop got off so much for that black, black and brown coalition y'all keep hollering about. But, uh, and also, and like Justine Damon, a white Australian woman, got killed by the black cop Muhammad Noor. I bet he wish he stopped calling us a cotter now. But uh, while I'm up, he did 12 and a half years. Same metro area, plus her family got the $20 million settlement. So ain't no blue shield are, for, for black cops? Yeah, ain't no blue shield. But while I'm up, if you hire Benjamin Crump or Lee Merritt, you might as well hire Lionel T. Hutton from the Simpsons to be your attorney. That ain't no other ambulance chase. All the... Let's keep it real. When the last time those guys want want a uh, want a case? Every time the every time they take a case, they think you know civil rights, blah blah blah. Two days later, y'all go home now. Don't tear up no buildings. You know, Joe, peace, pray, pull up your pants, and go vote. It'll be three years from the election. Go vote. Uh, yo, bias on one too. We can't. Hey, hey, but, we but, can't but before yeah. I go, but before I go, I'll say this something. Would be awesome. I about hey, to say, we can't let you, go, I we can't let you got, score. We can't get the ball like me. Awesome. Go ahead. Hey, I got, I got, I got one more quick thing. Hey, if Drew Brees somehow retires, my guy Blaine, Blind James got to teach A.B. how to make them chess moves. That's all I got to say. But, hey, you guys take it easy, man. All right, man. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, Tobias was, was driven. Um, yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's take – Two more. Um, Rob calling from out in Cali. Rob, what up, man? What's going on? Yo, man, your boy's on. Big Rob. Everybody about to go get dinner real quick. I'm on my Tupac stuff right now. Hit him up, man. What's good, man? What's good, man? What up? What's going on, man? L.A., we ain't playing. What's good? What's good? What's good? First of all, I got to say, you know, good to see Jimmy back, man. God bless you. Condolences, bro. Love you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. And thank you for the message, man. Appreciate you. All right, yo, yo, 
Yo, yo, man, all I got to say, I got to say a couple things. I like that Jimmy's input on everything. Uh, the one thing I do really disagree with is stop comparing us to Asian people. People have to understand, they're not. Um, they're, that wasn't me. That was be awesome. Well, I know, I know, I know it's be awesome. I know it's be awesome. But I, I, I just want to say how I just want to, I just want, I just want to praise you, critique him. But, but you know what? I, I let, yeah. let's stop comparing. Let's let's stop with the comparisons, you know, because people can't really name the Asian organizations that actually buy elections. It's 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 they're not they're they're not really out for like like there's no there's never been like an Asian supremacy or anything. It's always the white supremacists. It's always the Donald Trumps of the world that pie politicians. So let's yo, just, yo, let's just, yo, let's just, yo, let's yo, 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 I gotta stop you right there. I gotta stop you right there. I know of one person on a local level, um, who it's like the Shelton Nav um, Asian Coalition that literally buys politicians. Like, so that's not true. That's but, not but, true but, at but, all. But, and what but, he but, said, but, he didn't but, say. But, he, but, he said but, he said can, they can actually they buy, buy them. And they like Viacom can. Can they buy politicians? That, that's a whole nother subject, man. That's a whole nother subject. But yes, it is. I, not I, 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 do, I, 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 I do disagree with a lot of things that Tobias said. First of all, the Brown and Black Coalition has been there since Vicente Guerrero uh, banished uh, slavery in Africa. And he was half black, half African. The the, the Black and Brown Coalition has been there since the Black Panthers. The people did their, their research. They've been the Brown Berets. But the Black and Brown Coalition have been there since Fidel Castro put troops on the ground to help the Africans gain independence. So all that ADOS, FDA, Rob, Rob, one of the B. things that I need to also educate, I, I don't know, I know you're out there in the West, and so when you say black and brown, right, there's a vast difference between a Caribbean Hispanic person and a Mexican or Central American Hispanic person. The slave ship stopped in the Caribbean first. And though they like to play and deny it, there's a large contingency of Hispanic and Latinos that put the Afro in front. There's not many Afro-Mexicans. There's some. There's a few. But they don't identify with anything that ties them back to, to Africa. And further, but also real quick, be awesome. Let me just get a word in real quick about what you just said. Also, yeah. um, something be awesome said that I want to recognize is the culture out there is also different than the culture over here. We are in Wait. the right. So I've been, I've been to California and I've seen like um, the, the 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 camaraderie between you know um, um, the Mexican brothers and sisters and the blacks and it's, it was kind of weird to me because we just don't have that over here. Some parts of New York you might, but for the most part, it ain't right. like that over here, champ. We we are we are completely segregated. Let's keep it a buck. Like we and in, in Philly, like yo, we even segregated from Puerto Ricans. Like like they got their own yo. thing going on, and we got our own thing going on. So it's yo. a complete different Jimmy, culture. Jimmy, where you're at and where we're at. Jimmy, Jimmy, woman that's seven shades darker than me that has smacked the life out of you if you call her black. Yeah. Culture is different depending upon where you're at. I I I I yo 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 I I yo, 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 I understand that, but but right now I will say I will say this. I like the fact that uh, L A is taping is taking a measure to defund the police. Probably because one of the good things is you know they can't lock they try to lock us all up. They can't lock us all up. You know I mean unless they want to like go another prison that's gonna take like no they're just gonna start killing y'all for three or four months. To build, because you know they like building prisons out here. 
But get MJ you know, to do that. You know, anybody get that joke? Yo, yo, anybody get that joke? Y'all, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget that. That was, that was a stupid. That was a stupid meme people put out. I'll never forget that. I, oh Yo, man! People, he, people hit me Rob, about that this Rob, past week. Has Magic, has Magic Johnson or any of his family, specifically EJ, uh, took a stand or a position on on this? You <laughs> can't make Rob mad. I think they do. I mean, I mean Rob on the line. That's it. Listen, I mean, I mean, listen has. Uh, hey, yeah, 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 yes, he has. Y- yes, he has. Magic has. I have a question. Did um, did uh, I don't know. Iverson took a stand, or did did he go to jail for not paying his child support? Damn. Alan Iverson oh. been taking a stand from the gate. <laughs> Damn. His whole life is a stand. <laughs> Roger, anything that offends him, he just try to think of something that he thinks might oh, real, real up. quick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, real quick. Hey, I'm gonna fuck with AI yeah. doing. Like, <laughs> 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 like, yeah, 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 don't fall for it, man. Listen, hold on. Cares, man. Rob, Rob. In the grand scheme of, in the grand scheme of everything going on, do you really think he cares what EJ thinks about anything? He's trolling you, man. You <laughs> follow for you, man. Stop falling for that. And and Rob and Rob, I know that EJ took a position. We probably know what position he's in. All right, man. Pause. Hey. Pause. Come on, man. We got yeah, the ship be sinking. <laughs> Shout out to Moses, man. Oh. <laughs> we also got 52. We also got 52 and seven right now, man. The, the ship be sinking. But 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 yo, I love I love the camaraderie right now. I I I, I think I think on a, lo- on a local level, people are paying attention more. And I want to all brothers and sisters out there, don't stop, keep putting their foot on their neck. Get it, get it. Don't stop, get it, get it. Let him finish, man. We gotta move on. We got another caller. Wait, 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 wait. The difference between marches right now and marches back back then is now you're having more more people, non-black people come out now. Now we know we know some are agents. And they want to cause trouble. We're having more. I mean, so yeah, we have. I, I saw those guy in the suburbs. This was white doing the suburbs. Who freaking? Who got the police called on him? This white guy just because he had a sign that says Black Lives Matter got called by Karen. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. so, 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 so all I gotta say is this: keep putting their foot on their necks. You know, or there should be different organizations not working together, but keep working towards something. Don't get caught up in that Adolf FDA bullcrap. And, and by the way, don't get caught up in these politicians that uh, that may seem like they want they they uh, like they they want for black interest, but they're not. Kamala Harris is a lying behind. She uh, put black men in jail. She 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 uh, she put a lot of brothers in jail. She kept the innocent man on death row. It took the federal government a long time to get uh, to the black <clears throat> man off of the jail. She 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 also stopped people who. Who were victims of, of police brutality? Who got who got the cash money? She kept up again their money. So don't don't, nah. don't uh, and, and Cory Booker, Cory Booker, uh, this right. guy. We can't we can't go through all of them, man. We gotta we gotta move on. We We understand you. Listen, excuse my language. Barack Obama wants a sympathy. I listen. He signed the Blue Lives Matter Act. And he called people in Baltimore protesters losers and thugs. I wipe my ass with his comments. Okay, I don't give a care. All right, okay, we got you. All right, thanks for your call, man. We wrap to you next week, man. Appreciate it. Peace out.
All right, man, let's take one more call before we get to this Drew Brees apology. We got to get to the homie Nas down in Georgia. <laughs> we we got to get the ship back on, on track. Nas, what's up, man? Hey, uh, you already know what it is, man. Uh, walking we around got... with all that justifiable, righteous anger that I should. Mm-hmm. these folks and treat them yes, with sir. disrespect. I feel like I got a three-week window of disrespecting white folks, so I'm going to keep that up for a while. But uh, <laughs> lose y'all, man. It's been so far. Um, um, oh, good. My to, bad. To quote My a great bad. ancestor, yeah, to quote a great ancestor, man, look, man, they're like, this is as real as it gets. Did you vote to get the vote? Like, when we talk about right. stuff and we use voting as the ultimate solution, not only is it nonsensical, but it, it's not reality. The reality of it is of course, you don't want people to be uh, rioting and looting and all that other stuff. But look, the corporate media is going to spend enough time on that. Like, you, there, there's no need for us to join in on that. Like, the police will be well protected by the media. Like, that narrative is already going to be out there. So the more important right. one is what? The organizations, the people who are out there doing the work that they're doing, salute to all of them. And the people tearing stuff up, hey, man, that's what happens when a nation or any so-called democracy loses credibility amongst the people. At that point, your laws, your, your ability to govern becomes what? Loosely fitting, and people attack it. So this is to say about whether somebody's angry or whether somebody's tearing up something. This is about your ability to govern or your inability to govern and actually address issues that have been going on for hundreds of years. So this is where we at, man. And, and as far as cause and effect, look, as the Austin his indeed, his theme of the indeed. week has been cause and effect. Cause they they want to talk about effect. the effect, but nobody wants no, to talk no, about the cause. Now hold on, man. Like when they talk about Drew Brees, like look, Drew Brees went to Purdue. This ain't no damn dummy. He knows what he's doing. This is a con that he's been running for a long time, and he's going to get paid when he's done playing football afterwards based on this. I wouldn't be surprised if that dude is a broadcaster slash Fox News correspondent. Like, he's going to get his money. Mm-hmm. He's always felt this way. Matter of fact, that raggedy Yo. dude ran every number one weapon out of New Orleans because he wanted more money. From Jimmy Graham to Marcus Colston, nobody got paid. Reggie, all of them ran up out of there, and, and Drew took all the Yo, money. So the hell with that. Funny, it's funny you. Yeah. It's funny you, yeah. you point you point that out because there's a, a sentiment among the masses, black and white, of sort of like forgiveness. Oh, because Drew has that oh gosh, G Willikers sort of persona. I get exactly what you're saying. I think dude is aware. I think dude. Uh, yeah, listen. I wouldn't be surprised. He, he's a supremacist, just like Brady. He's a Blanco, hey, a Blanco con, supremacist. That con pays well, bro. He knows that con pays well. He's going to parlay that after he's done playing. And meanwhile, this 43-year-old dude got a two-year, $50 million contract. was a whole other story as we saw him decline on the field, uh, you know, the last two years as he started to look bad towards the end of the season. But but just just think about what he's doing. He's using U.S. US soldiers as a shield in order to say the comments he wants to say without acknowledging what's going on with black people, which he knows is easily addressed. And, and in those hot moments, people check them on it. Now, normally, people just let this stuff slide. They say, oh, well, right. you don't know what it means. He can't have an opinion. But in this moment, people weren't going to let that slide. Now, everything Jimmy said, I agree with as far as black dignity, self-respect, everything else. This is something we're going to have to handle on our own. But the one thing I would disagree with Jimmy is, Yes, you know how ignorant this American population is. We are in the information wars, and we've got young people who need to hear your perspective and other people's perspective and to lay out that history in bite-sized pieces so they can kind of connect it later on and figure it out. 
Because otherwise, these kids going to be sitting in front of YouTube getting algorithms into... <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I was ta- I was talking about talking to to to, to the uh, to the Yakubians who ain't gonna hear you one way or another. That's what I was talking about. When it comes to the, 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 the our kids our kids are so spaced out in that way that we gotta you know we gotta constantly present this. Yeah, when it comes, when it comes dude, to you know, the babies, they gonna they, get all the information. Man, YouTube is, is they gonna get all the information about them, man. Somebody, somebody will go for one lighthearted video or a meme or a joke. Man, before you know it, they mainlining. Uh, what's that boy named the little short boy with the squeaky voice? Ben, whatever his name is. It, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Candace Owens and all of that nonsense. You know what I mean? Before you know it, your son going to walk into the room with you. Well, Dad, how come all lives do you, you see what I'm saying? Like, that, that can really work on the psyche, man. So we have to make sure we got that information out. So me and Jimmy are in agreement on how it needs to be done. I'm just talking about that aspect of it. Like, we got to right. push yeah, this gotcha. info out. And, and shout out to uh, Tobias, man. I laid down my fatwa. Uh, uh, for years, I've been thinking about going to Alabama and meeting Tobias, uh, going to Temecula and meeting Tobias. Tobias came on here today and changed my mind about that dude. Uh, salute to him. I did not know. Bro, I did not know. I did not know you hated Dems and ours equally. So now, salute to you, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, is relatively. He's going to get. He's going to get eliminated by somebody, and it might be from either side. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Tobias hates everybody. Though. I don't, I don't yeah. know what Tobias actually likes. He hates everybody and everything. He, he hates everything except yeah. Alabama football. That's his only flaw. In That's life. it. That's it. Alabama <laughs> right. football. I read it wrong. I read him yeah, wrong. So salute to the brother. And, and 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 stop dancing with the police. Stop uh asking the police to take the oh take a knee and things God. like that. That's public yeah. relations. That actually works in their favor. When you look at all right, these major right. cities in this country, the budget, the majority of the budget of that city goes to that police force. And these people use that for pensions, use that to push politicians that just, y'all just talked about to be able to dictate policy and also to justify what the hell they do to us. They come in our neighborhood, put a million cars there. Uh, raise up the, the you know regular daily crime activity from you know broken windows theories and things like that, and then they justify the abuse by saying, well, look at the crime rate. Well, you got a car for every 10 feet. Of course you're going to be able to mark up a lot of crime. Add that on with legit crimes, and then you can what? Abuse the people based on that crime record. So, yeah, this got to go, man. Police union got to go. That budget got to go, and things got to change. Salute to the young people. These folks survived 2008 meltdown. The coronavirus, uh, the, the meltdown we just seen right now, student loans out of you know out of this world, being underemployed, working for companies that they were way too qualified for, and people laughing at Generation Z and millennials. Like, nah, man, salute to them young folks, man. They made this yeah. happen. And if some stuff gets broken, oh well. What 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 Facebook tell us? Move fast and break things. Well, here you go. Yeah, that's on State Farm and them. <laughs> that's definitely Jake and them got to handle that. That's definitely their slogan. <laughs> All right, Move man. Fast and break things. <laughs> we wrap to you hopefully next week, man. We appreciate your call as usual. All right, homie. <laughs> All right, so Thank let's you. let's let's talk real quick about the apology. And the apology came swift because, you know, the backlash was there and you know, we asked the opinion of everybody today on social media um about the apology. We basically well, let me read it first, and then I'll get into the question that we asked everybody else. Um, <clears throat> Drew Brees came out 
this morning said, I would like to apologize to my friends, teammates, the city of New Orleans, the black community, NFL community, and anyone I hurt with my comments yesterday. And speaking with some of you, it breaks my heart to know the pain I've caused in an attempt to talk about respect, unity, and solidarity centered around the American flag and the national anthem. I made comments that were insensitive and completely missed the mark on the issues we are facing right now as a country. They lacked awareness and any type of compassion or empathy. Instead, those words have become divisive and hurtful and have misled people into believing that somehow I am an enemy. This could not be farther from the truth and is not an accurate reflection of my heart or my character. This is where I stand. It gets crazy here. I stand with the black community in the fight against systemic racial injustice and police brutality and support the creation of real policy change that will make a difference. I condemn the years of oppression that have taken place throughout our black communities and still exist today. I acknowledge that we as Americans, including myself, have not done enough to fight for that equality or to truly understand the struggles and plight of the black community. I recognize that I am a part of the solution and can be a leader for the black community in this movement. All right, Drew. I will never know what it's like to be a black man or raise black children in America, but I will work every day to put myself in those shoes and fight for what's right. I have always been an ally, never an enemy. I am sick about the way my comments were perceived yesterday, but I take full responsibility and accountability. I recognize that I should do less talking and more listening, and when the black community is talking about their pain, we all need to listen. For that, I am very sorry, and I ask your forgiveness. First of all, that was a beautifully written apology. Makes me think either his publicist is black, or they called in a black publicist to help, or they called Olivia Pope <laughs> to help. But somebody black got involved with the writing, especially of that second part, This Is Where I Stand, because somebody gave him point by point the stuff that frustrates us as black people and the stuff that they, white people have always always refused to listen to. And ironically, you know, he he covered that point by point in his apology. Um, a lot of people didn't really buy it. They thought it was he was apologizing basically for the backlash. Um, Naj made a good point right there. He might might know exactly what he's doing, and in the long run it's not going to hurt him. This may have been the plan all along because Drew Brees has always struck me as a smarter human being than to, without a plan, come out at a time like this, this particular week, and say the insensitive things that he said. So that's a myriad of things that you can go to here about what you think about this. But what did you guys think about the apology? Um, First of all, who wrote that shit? <laughs> Olivia, Olivia, <laughs> Olivia Pope. <laughs> Olivia Yo, Pope. it's crazy. There's, there's always a, there's always a uh, a Candace Owens and Olivia Pope uh, bed wench with a melanin in the skin and bleach on the brain. There's always someone available to pander to white patriarchy and white supremacy in helping them bridge the gap created by their true feelings and sentiment. That's all. So that's what that, that's what that was. Not that's what that was. Not something briefly, right, that I think that is, is relevant to this conversation here about his apology. Now, I touched on something briefly that I, I just want to expound upon, which is the fact that, and no one really brings this up, yo, racism is profitable, right? 
and and that's on both sides. You know, not trying mm-hmm. to sound like y'all president, but that's on both sides, right? So he he's going to be able to, um, you know, now now he's trying to roll his, uh, put his apology out there, what have you, but he probably will get one of those jobs. You know what I mean? Because he's one of those kind of figures. Um, but you just brought up Candace Owens, like she's caking off on this. Um, you know, Sean King, and and a lot of these um, quote unquote activists and. And some are doing it from the heart. So I'm not knocking every every one of them because I, I I actually enjoy some of them. I love the work they do. Um, you know, I've actually talked to some of them about doing work together. So it's not, I'm not like just putting a broad stroke into saying all of them are bad. But understand that it's very profitable. It's profitable to go talk about black pain on TV, right? You get your brand up. Yo, I've seen people already talk about their books dropping based upon. Yo, we're still in the middle of it, and Kat is talking about the books they're writing. <laughs> Like, dude, he wrote them no, Jones in like four days. But, like, oh, I gotta get this off. <laughs> Yo, but, it's, but the thing is, white supremacy, white supremacy, and uh, and, and and black pain, and, and 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 you know, um, black trauma is a um a billion dollar business. Well, 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 the the largest, and to that point, as you expand on it, just just to inject oh, this, that, that, that that the 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 reality is. Everything right now. Is every, everything, everything, everything is for sale. Everything is for sale here. Everything is for sale. Everything is profitable. Everything can be exploited. Absolutely. Just like these corporations are exploiting the Blackout Tuesday. Everything. Everything is for sale. Dog, how about all the corporations, right? How about all the corporations with their Black Lives Matter statement? That is the funniest thing. Like I got a yeah. kick out of it. Like I'm not everybody's pandering so they don't people, get their stuff looted. Laughing. <laughs> but not, even beyond that, like, dude, you want to sit up here and tell me that Black Lives Matter, and I'm not naming any specific corporation because there's a list that fit what I'm getting ready to say. You have not one black person on your board. You know how you have not one black person as an, an executive level in your company, but you want to sit here and tell me on Twitter how Black Lives Matter. Like, Papa John's like, we got Shaq. What you talking about? <laughs> that was really comical. It's, yeah. you know, and they got shot no. because the other boy like try to run it into like the ground. So it's like, you know, it's, it's all it's really to me it's actually comical. I don't want I don't get into a live dialogue about it, but I just sit back and watch people like I look at my favorite company, look at look at my favorite sneaker company, or look at look at uh my favorite streaming company and how they stand up against like really hype because they said something well. on Twitter. Like, yeah, like, yo, yo, I literally yo, these people, it. I literally just saw it. Two minutes ago, when someone was talking about how great Ben and Jerry's has been, and I'm like, "Yo, do you want to talk about what Ben and Jerry's is doing in Palestine or no?" All right, so let, let's not go there then. So <laughs> it's like, come on, man, they're they're in business to make money. That's what they do. So this is good for businesses. This is what they're going to do. But the fact of the matter is, show me black people on your board. And by the way, for those who don't know, Ben and Jerry's is owned by Unilever. You want to look up what Unilever's uh, record has been? Oh, all right. Ooh. Anyway, um, yeah. Listen, um, and Nike that, and Nike led the way with the deal with Cap. Oh, this Unilever, was, Unilever, Unilever was in hot water like a year ago this time. <laughs> exactly. Real for real. But this is why this is this is this banana in the tailpipe. No, but that, but no. I mean, but it's it's banana in the tailpipe both ways though. Because I mean, you look at the stuff now. We, I know you've all seen it, like the list going around the the, the fast food restaurants that we can't eat at. Um. They basically canceled Wendy's on on Twitter the other day. But the ironic part about it is, the person who made the donation, the 400k donation, is a Wendy's franchisee. 
So yep. in, in each of these companies, there are black franchisees. So this white Trump-supporting um, franchisee makes this donation. We go out and tell everybody to cancel Wendy's and everybody under that company all together, Pizza Hut, they trash anyway, and, and whoever else it was. But we're not realizing this was one franchisee. So by doing that, you're, ho- you're, you're hurting anybody black who holds a Wendy's franchise, who holds a, a, a Pizza Hut franchise or something like that, for one franchisee. Yeah. The, the, real, the corporations give to both sides every election. Let me, give you, let me get a couple bars off before we be off and like get goals for 80, right? First of all, and, and, and for those out there listening or listening on the replay, I want you to go to Google and look up Illusion of Choice, right? You look up Illusion of Choice. That is going to show you right there why boycotts don't work. Boycotts don't Many work are under the same umbrella. Times, <laughs> a lot of times when you boycott a company, a lot of companies have insurance for that, so they're going to get paid based upon someone saying something racist or you boycotting them anyway. But then the second thing is the illusion of choice. Um, most of these companies are owned by conglomerates, right? So you, you, you think you're boycotting one thing and going to their competitor, but they're owned by the same person, right? It, a quick example of this would be like um, you know, um, in a jewelry business. I, I go to malls all the time, and I laugh, right, because they all have their slogans about, oh, my God, he went to Jared's. And then the other one is the Kiss Begins with K. And most people K. don't know they're – <laughs> Jared, Bales, and K are owned by the same exact company. Anyway, that's just one the same quick example of that. The same so, sandwich. Trivago, Trivago, um, and and all the different online Expedia's, they're all owned by the same company. But the, the bottom same. line is, it's, it's, it's so many relationships sandwich. like that within corporate America. That's the one thing. So you, so the boycotts don't work. Um, so you got you got to chill on that. And but you the, can't, the only you legit beef is Pepsi and Coke. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, 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 oh, oh, that's real beef. That, that <laughs> yeah, beef that's simmered and cooked. Like, that's real beef. They, they throw hands, hands and they're in the same hotel lobby yeah, together. Yeah. Employees but, throw but hands. But to your point about, <laughs> and to your point about franchises and franchisee, this is what you have to read because you're right. That was a franchisee that did that. There are several black. Junior Bridgman used to be the biggest, one of the biggest franchisees until he got out of the franchise business with Wendy's, and is now with Coca-Cola. But um. But the bottom line is you have to read. One of the things I recognize as a content creator when I create content for Warren Sports and the other companies that I create content for is I realized the other day how powerful memes are, right? We can sit here and say some of the most prolific and in, in, in introspective things and create content based upon that and put it out. Nobody will care. If we create a meme, people, first of all, are going to believe, believe whatever we say. Believe whatever we say. Um, so you can Even when it's not spelled correctly. <laughs> Dude, I put, I, listen, this is a true story. If somebody wants to go back on my Facebook page and look, I put up a meme one time when the Cavs were playing the um, actual Warriors, right? <laughs> <laughs> they were playing the Warriors in the finals. I put up a meme. It said, it said a quote from Abraham Lincoln. The Cavs are winning six. And somebody said, yo, is that real? True story. Neil in the chat room said it's condensed information, but no, but a lot of time it's condensed bullshit. Like it's, it's, no, but you can lie. it's opinion. We live in the days where we, and we talk about this all the time. What's everybody's favorite way to follow up somebody's sentence. If they agree with, they said facts. When in essence, what you just <laughs> said was the epitome of an opinion. Facts. 
hashtag facts only means I we agree we got the same opinion. It doesn't mean it's a yeah. real fact, and a lot of memes hold on. are based in opinion, and people follow it up by saying facts, and they really think but that. But I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about opinions. You can make up straight lies. It could be like a <laughs> you joke. Can Donald Trump? Like, oh, Look the president. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. She said, yeah, she said people don't want to read a four-page factual article. Oh, never, never, never. Because we can, you know, you we're also in the, er- we're also in the era of clickbait. You can say something really silly yeah, on the and, – and, 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 and no, and you know what, though, Jim? Clickbait doesn't even work the way that's intended anymore because you put up a wild headline – to get people to click the actual article, they don't click the actual article. Don't they say whatever's yeah, in the headline, the headline, and that's and that's the next rumor going around. Whatever's in the headline. That happened, yo, that happened to me yesterday, right? So yesterday, headline so to say E. T. fights like, the Gremlins on 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 Broaden and Alney, and then people are going to run around no, and say E. T. was fighting you, Gremlins. I give you a real example. Here's a real example. Some example is over the last week, right? There's been like a loud bomb sounding thing going off in Philadelphia all across the city, right? And they tried to, the, the powers that be tried to say it was people blowing up ATMs, which I don't believe. Every, not every three seconds in the city. <laughs> it was something else going on, but that's either here or there. But I saw someone put up an article about this dude who got arrested for like organizing these ATM blow ups. So I click on the article to start reading, and the first thing I see is like, yo, this was like 2016. So I saw it on like 10 people's pages. And I told the original person, like, yo, you realize this is from, oh, I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. I'm like, this is this literally just happened. Uh, date, like, man. Yo. But to the it thing fits. is, and, 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 to, and, to, and to Neil, right, here's the thing. People just don't use Google. You don't even have to read books or four-page articles. You can, I've seen people just make up quotes, and it's like, yo, you can Google and see if that's real. Information is right at your fingertips. Everybody can be smart as hell. But everybody chooses, like a lot of people choose not to be. Like, I ain't going to fight. Google like, is your friend. I haven't been in a, a conversation. And that's the thing. Like, most of our arguments and debates these days don't even happen in person. So you have the opportunity to Google, to look something up, come back with a retort and sound smart as hell. But people still yeah. don't utilize it. Like, you rather sound ignorant than look up an actual fact. You'd rather just give your opinion and, and whoever whoever's with you in the argument have them say facts and it boosts your ego to like you really just told facts. <laughs> ah, yo, yo, it's interesting out well, here, enough, man. There's enough art in the world for us to always argue because some things you some things are just subjective facts. and you can argue both sides. Like whether that's music, whether that's movies, whether that's like, you know, just, just yo, pictures, poetry. The War Room is the greatest podcast ever. Facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. <laughs> no, super facts. <laughs> All right, we man. Gotta so, go yeah, so, so, you gotta so that was the apology. Um, definitely want to uh, just wanted to mention this. Um, and the open, I told you guys that there was two quarterbacks who had to issue an apology today. The second one was was my dude, man, a dude who always get a lot of flat college and college football nights to defend him, take up for him. Yeah, um, he was one of your, your players. Fromm. You had him sign. You signed him. Yeah. My, my man, Jake Fromm, I, I like him because, I, you know, that's the, Desmond. the show. Yo, that's Desmond. He was, he was my man from the Netflix show, man. 
I don't care how bad he was after that. He was on. He entertained me for like ten episodes, so that was my dude. Facts. 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 But um, yeah, Jake Fromm, uh, he said something in a text to a friend in March of 2019, and it sounded like Jim. The way that conversation was set up, it sounded like they were trying to set him up so they could have this information whenever they chose to use it, because. The text starts off with them asking him, like, "What was your take on on guns again?" Like, like they were really trying to get, they they must have deleted it the first time, so they 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 had to get something since the boy was going to the NFL. They needed something on him, um, so he basically said, uh, "Guns are good." He said, "Just make them." He said, "I need a suppressor though, but just make them very expensive so only elite white people can get them." Ha ha! He put the ha ha on the end. So, you know, I guess that's his defense. <laughs> the ha-ha is his defense because he can always say, I was joking. You saw the ha-ha. I've tried that before. Like, you ain't see the LOL on the end of that? No, and I was dead serious. Uh-huh. But, um, Yo, <laughs> but, you know, we used that. And Jimmy know when that's used the most, but it was used in this Man, um, situation. No comment. <laughs> so his, his little quick <laughs> apology was, face. I am uh-huh. extremely sorry, because the, the rumor on this one was, he was in trouble with the Bills. The Bills were thinking about, like, just letting him go. He said, I'm extremely sorry that I chose to use the words elite white people in a text message conversation. Um, although I never meant to imply that I am an elite white person, as stated later in the conversation, <laughs> there's no excuse for that word choice. Listen to this, I, and I got something to say after this, man. While it was poor, my heart is not. Now, more than ever, is the time for support and togetherness and stand against racism 100%. I promise to commit myself to being a part of the solution in this country. I addressed my teammates and coaches in a team meeting today, and I hope they see this incident is not representative of the person I am. Again, I'm truly sorry for my words and actions and humbly ask for forgiveness. How much do y'all think he absolutely hated the fact that he had to to write that? Like, we're living in a time now where (laughs) – You can't say nothing. And I don't feel sorry for him, but you're living in a time where you can't say anything. He didn't mention black people. He didn't mention anybody. He could have been talking about elite in comparison to those uh, Confederate flag people that we were talking about earlier in the day. Yo, somebody sounds What is that noise? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Jim, what what were you about to say? No, I, I was... My whole thing was my first thought when I heard that is like, yo, his homies is trash because, yo, group chats are supposed <laughs> to be sacred, man. You ain't supposed to, to leak, you ain't supposed to leak the group chat, dog. Like, if they can leak our group chat, yo, we all going to prison. Like, oh. come on, man, like, what is this? Man? You can't leak no group chat, man. That's prison no thing. Might get extradited. That's not, <laughs> that's not, that's not even one of us talk, in the country. <laughs> yo, they send, they deport, they deporting us, and we ain't, we we yeah. American yeah. citizens. Yeah. Yeah. We gonna get deported. Y'all president said that's locker room talk, man. You can't be you can't be leaking the group chat. That's like foul. Wow. And then I saw then, then I saw like a tight end for like Oregon State, like they leaked something from his group chat. I'm like, yo, I know there's so many I know there's so many thought slash treasures out there right now who are probably like, Look, I got these messages you sent me. Um, my cash app is this, link in the bio, send that bread through. Because think about how many dudes are scared right now, not thinking what they said to, you know, some random. Yeah, mm. I'm. 
this is making cats me think, man. Today. We we probably about to have to delete a couple cats out the group chat. Just in case, like, put maybe like us, us in the in the tissue and the tape boys, between the five of us, and well, PJ and Kill are in the in in the big group chat as well, but they don't really chat much in there. What I'm thinking is between the five of us, if it's somebody in there that. One of you know that none of the five of us know personally and hasn't met. Mm-hmm. They might just have to go just off of yeah, just or, off or safety, you know, safe for safety reasons, man. Yo, from told us we got to go. be serving his purpose though, even though we don't know him, he would be serving his purpose in there. You know, what I'm yeah, talking. He come about. through with all the links, Paul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he gonna have to stay. <laughs> I just hope he's not a rat. <laughs> yo, love it, yo. Shout out to you, homie. <laughs> we definitely yo, yo, Whoever you is. Your name, I promise, yo, I promise respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah, yeah. connect. Because of you, I ain't subscribed to Dazone yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we got our own, we got our own Dazone. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, Dazone, NML, MBA. Yeah, he got um, Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's move on. We're we saying too much. <laughs> we definitely saying too much. All right, so, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of apologies, but I know Jake Fromm was, you know, when somebody first told him that that was out there, you know he probably argued them down, like, I didn't say anything about black people. I said this. They probably like, man, it's 2020. You got to do it. You know what I mean? You got to do it. And, you know, like I said, I, I can't feel sorry for people. Even if it, you know, even if it might have been lighthearted or even if he, you know, maybe he was talking about other white people. But I can't feel sorry for anybody like that just because of what we've seen in our lifetime and what we know to have happened in the centuries prior to us. Like, we got to use anything that we can get these days. So if we got (laughs) white people apologizing to us, Every time they say anything out their mouth, then so be it, man. Y'all, y'all earn that one. <laughs> y'all gonna have to wear that. All right, man. So, what happened this week, man? While while everybody was on the ground, I, I do got one. We gotta get a stat of the week because we gotta speed up and get out of here, so we can just give a shout out to these grind topics in a minute. But I do, we do have a stat of the week, and we just wanted to let you guys know out there. Um, this is very, very important information. Um, the white-on-white murder rate in the United States of America is 81%. We didn't really have anything to elaborate on that. We just needed you to know that because, you know, there's a lot of white-on-white crime going on, and it's not really being addressed out here. So y'all got anything on the, on I mean, the, the murder rate in the white community? I mean, I know that the black on black crime rate is in the eighty percent is in the eighty percent, and so is the white on white. But I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, but but only one of them gets mentioned as even being a thing. So you know, we just want to yeah, give yeah, you the information. On the contrary, I ain't got nothing more to say about it. Because it's not because it's not fair and it's not right that uh, these white lives uh, are treated as if they don't matter. Right. So Listen though, we, we real just quick, you know, to let y'all know. Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A sent out an email to all their employees, and it said, if you want to go online and speak about social injustice, take take the fact that you work for us out of your bio. Damn. Yeah, they said that for real? 
Yo, go go look at the group chat. And, um, Real talk. Yo, but anyway, man, sour, it's time spicy, to talk about that sweet and spicy sriracha sauce, though. I'll be back. I know, cause yo, <laughs> yo, I finally found out why Polynesian sauce is so fire. Like I saw how they pray over it. So, like, <laughs> do the hot over there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. They get, yo, yo, do they ever? <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> they do that Troy Palomalu right over the sauce before they serve it to CSA. <laughs> but it's time to talk about what happened when you were <laughs> Grizz Nae, which is brought to you by Sports the Book, the best sports book ever written. A lot of the things you see going on in the world today was already talked about in that book years ago. So make sure you get it. Sportsthebook.com. We're at the hub of warroomsports.com. But it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the Grizz Nae. Fat. Uh, first thing, <laughs> Jason Shitlock is out at Fox. So supposedly they were negotiating a contract. He wanted X. They wanted to pay Y, and he was like, "I'm going independent." So let's see what he does. If he can, um, yeah. you know, create his own. Independent. I, I just looked at that as you know, the fact that it happened this week. I just think FS1 didn't want to get their studios looted, so they were throwing black people a bone. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's doing something. They're either making a statement or getting rid of somebody, so we won't be mad at them. So that was a move for us to bypass the FS1 studios when we're coming up the block with our black tiki torches. He had an opportunity to create his own brand. That whole thing they have now with ESPN, what's it called? The uh, yeah, that was ESPN's his black brand called. Yeah, that was his. Um, they were going <clears> to. <throat> what's them biting ass? And they were going to feed the undefeated. The undefeated. Yeah, but supposedly. Supposedly, he was yeah, like, was uh, and this is this is this isn't my words. Just the words from like you know what came out after the fact. They said that he was a uh, one of the worst bosses there was. He was difficult to work for. The staff didn't like him. Um, it was, it was just a terrible Jimmy, boss. They say so. That ain't really got to come from line. anybody. Do you think a staff of black people can work for Jason Whitlock? <laughs> yeah, you don't like them. Don't like y'all. He don't have your That's best interests in mind. Yeah, that's true too. But um, what else happened? So my man? thing is, so my thing is now he's going to go independent. Nigga. Do you think he could draw up enough traffic to you know to do his own thing? As an independent I mean, I content think he creator? will. All of these dudes who are so-called the most hated, I think they all could. Whitlock, Skip Bayless, um, you know, all of, all of the dudes that people claim to hate but Still? put their ratings through the roof every day. I, yeah, I think they could go independent yeah. and do their thing. I mean, you know, Jason Whitlock, all he got to do is he's still, he can still go to Fox News, too. He's you know, just, not, he's just out of FS1. And they watch him all day long. I, that's, that's the most yeah. intriguing thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, the revolutionary LeBron James. His company is producing a documentary about Black Wall Street. Salute. So uh, we should, you know, look forward to that. Salute to that. Um, y'all know I've read yeah, three books. Yeah. I've read three books on, on Black Wall Street. Um, it's a story that definitely needs to be told. I think not until maybe the last, maybe 10 years ago, the, that whole story started to leak into people's psyche. I think prior to then, mm-hmm. like, people didn't know anything about that. Kind of like, um, um, what's the story about the, the black women at NASA? Um, hidden oh, figures. Oh, hidden figures. It's like when that whole mm-hmm. book came front. out and then the movie came out, like, people hadn't heard anything about it. That one caught that. me off guard. Right. I well, love you know, my wife is from... Especially, and I knew nothing about that. Right, my wife is from 15 minutes away from that 
that bass from that NASA uh, joint, and they didn't know down mm-hmm. there. It was like Hidden Figures was, was the right title for that. It was they, they, so, that was a great title. It really was. And, right. So of, so a lot of people Wall, now, whether they know the information or not, Jim, a lot of people, you know, Black Wall Street is on the tongues of a lot of people. Um, hopefully yeah. the documentary does it justice for the people who don't want to read those books. Um, but it's mean, very I, I've interesting. I've also read. like you guys, I've read a couple books. The best one being is a book called Black Fortunes by Shamari Wills. It's an amazing book about Black Wall Street, but also just um, it's about black wealth in the uh, 19th and 20th century. But it's called Black Fortunes, which is an amazing book. But what's interesting to me about Black Wall Street is a lot of people use it without knowing the history. And yeah. they never tell the part about how after it was bombed and burned down, it was built back up. They leave that part out, you know, and I wonder if that's on purpose. I know it's on purpose. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, let's talk they don't about, want y'all to know that we get back it? up. Come on, man. Yeah, the uh, HU. Because if you listen um, to the little white the girl's camp- parents, Jim, like we just, you know, take the free stuff and we stay down when we kicked. and Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. Yo, um, HU, um, or as they call it, what they call it, the uh, the only HU that matters, uh, Hampton University. H I. That's not my words. That's something I saw today. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's Hampton. No, 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 that's Hampton Institute. That's not HU. That's yeah. Hampton Institute. Yeah, we, well, listen, this, but B, we were talking right in the, in the group chat the other day. Like, why do people get offended by that? Like, that's really what it was called. That's really what's on there. You know, in on their diplomas, you, the undergrad diplomas. Like, why is it? An insult to say it's Hampton Institute. Because it makes well, you feel like it makes you feel like it makes you feel like little Romeo is uh, doing commercials for you. <laughs> <D-D-C>. <laughs> Yo, like you going to learn how to run the little me- uh, mechanic test machine for when people pull the Toyota. But in. no, like talking about ITT I can, Tech I can, I can and Lincoln Technical <laughs> Institute. <laughs> hey, y'all drunk? I can, speak for, I, can, yeah, I can speak for most of us on here. All of us have like lifelong friends that uh. That have um, you know matriculated through Hampton, right? But this right here, mm-hmm. and I hit a couple of them too, like, yo, this is deplorable. Because their athletic director, he's under fire because he put out a post like with everything going on to, to let everybody know that all lives matter. Um, and that coming from an HBCU with a time in history like this, uh, I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. Yo, <laughs> yo, but the crazy yeah, yeah. part about it, gonna be, he wrote three paragraphs, like three four paragraphs. paragraphs. Three, yeah, he, he, three, four paragraphs. They were all eloquent, and it, and and everybody would have been with the message. But his very last sentence, he said, "Let's start now because all lives matter." And then all hell broke loose. I am looking right now. I am looking right now at a petition <laughs> on Change.org started by Hampton alumni with over two thousand signatures. Because they want to get him out as the athletic director because he wrote a memo that ended in All Lives Matter. Like, yo, cancel culture, shout out to Survive because we talked about it on Safe Space. Cancel culture is something else, dog. Yo, all I'm thinking based on my immaturity is, <laughs> yes, Howard <laughs> wins. <laughs> yo, That's all me, I'm thinking. Yo, what, I'm, what I'm thinking is... What I'm thinking is, Bo was trying to get a job at a PWI. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna put this bar there so they can see it, and let them know how I feel, so I can get a different job. He's trying to step up. Yeah, he's trying to step up. That was his SOS call. 
That was Yo, this, this is not even as long as, as as these apologies. I think y'all need to hear this, though, man. All right, real quick. Dude said, over the past week, I have had the opportunity to reflect on where we are as a nation as a pe- and as a people. It is time for all of us to come together and love to stop this racial injustice and the senseless murdering of our people of color. In the latest case, Mr. George Floyd, I have a great dad, brother, two super sons, and a talented nephew that I worry about daily because their lives matter. I have student athletes that have either played for me or have been under my leadership for the last 36 years. I worry about them because their lives matter. The time has come to stop the violence now. We can and will do this as one nation, but we need God in this equation. I'm asking for everyone to unite now to fight racism. Please be safe. We are still in the COVID-19 pandemic, and emotions are still very high. Let's start now because all lives matter. You know they were with him until that sentence. They are called. They are signing a petition. This is out of embarrassment. You know, like like B said. It, you know, everybody running around. Who's the real HU? All that little crap that everybody does. This ain't nothing but embarrassment. Yo, yo, Jim. I, I, I promise I, you, this has oh, the only thing this has to do with HU. <laughs> I promise you on everything. I love. This has no. It's only the battle. B. Other I had to. I had to look the dude up to make sure he was black. I'm thinking maybe their athletic director is white, and you know they were looking for a reason, and he gave it to him. Student is black. Been there. I don't know how much of his 36 years he put in at Hampton, but it's all crumbling down for three words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah this is man. Listen, I'm trying. My they bad. Letting that, they letting that man go. Mr. Marshall, my one, bad yeah. for laughing, but this is crazy. People are really signing. Timing, this. timing is everything, man. He just, he just did it at the wrong time. Timing is everything. Timing is yeah. everything. And, and listen, man, you be that's 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 part of the world we live in. But that's that was his SOS. He about to yeah. be at somebody's university next week. They so, you know, um, <laughs> they're on you. They're not mad that <laughs> they're not mad that Hampton jumped out of the MEAC to go to a white conference, but they mad at him. <laughs> no comment. Yo, peep this though, right? This is this, this is the funniest one, right? So earlier, I talked about organizations. First, stop putting your trust in big organizations. I talked about organizations. <laughs> um, in their tweets about you know Black Lives Matter, this is probably the, one of the more hypocritical ones, right? The Washington professional football team tweeted Blackout Tuesday, talked about ending racism. Man, they don't go ahead. <laughs> you don't go no. ahead with that. No. So, so oh, okay. the Washington professional football team stood in solidarity with Blackout Tuesday. You know, people went. Crazy when they saw that hashtag. Like they were getting all kinds of disrespect from everybody, and then you know, AOC got up, got up in them. <laughs> she said, "You want to really stand for racial justice? Change your name." So, talk to them. They gave them. They gave us a black square, but then they still gonna trot out there with <laughs> calling themselves the Redskins with with a Native American on their helmet <laughs> with with a spear. Like, come on, man. Yo, yo, it's crazy, right? So, and the funny thing is, you know how all, all every year he says, "Why well, talk to Chief such and such?" 
and he's okay with it. He spoke to one person, and he's okay with it, so it's cool. Because he agrees you imagine if a, for him to speak for everybody. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a professional football team having like yo the the the, the whatever city n word? And he was like, y'all talked to Jason Whitlock about it. He said it's cool. So <laughs> he said it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clarence yeah. Thomas said it was okay. Uh, I talked to Dr. Ben Carson. Kansas, Dr. Ben Carson said there's Larry nothing Elton. wrong with it. Larry oh, Elder said, I'm doing the right thing. So what's the problem here? Um, yeah. We talked anyway, to Diamond man. and Silk. They said, go ahead and do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's how crazy. That's how crazy that is, man. That's how absolutely Kanye West that is, gave man. me a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the things that happened this past week while y'all were on the Grizz Nae. Um, before we get out of here, Dev, tell them, tell everybody what happened with this Dayton Sports. Yeah, we're about to get out of here, man. This Dayton Sports brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? For dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you need Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence, top-quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices, and financing options are available. So visit DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them that War Room Sports sent you. Look, we stuck in the house on this, on this quarantine. A lot of people that I've seen, like, look, man, this is the time that I need to step out here and start this business that I've been afraid to talk. Start, B, I'm going to mute you because I don't know what's going on. Um, start this business that I've been afraid to start all this time. Look, I'm sitting here now going broke, so this is a better time than any. Invest in yourself. Invest in your business. Go see Digital Extreme Technology because when we come out of this thing, you're going to need something real to get people to take you seriously. So this date in sports history, on June 4th, 1987, American hurdler Edwin Moses, his 122-race winning streak, which extended nearly 10 years, came to an end when he was beaten by his own countryman, Danny Harris, in Madrid, Spain. So we want to give a nice war room salute to those guys for this historical moment, but more importantly, just want to give Edwin Moses, because we've talked about him on the show before, man, just want to give him a, a, a salute for a 122-race winning Yo, streak. He dominated went, for a decade. You can't hurdle with me. <laughs> you can't hurdle. You don't want this hurdle smoke, cuz. But, yo, that's that's it, man. We out of here. This has been a great one. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's yes, go. sir. It's time to get out of here. Shout, shout out to my brother, B. Austin. You know what I'm saying? He has 70 points, five rebounds, 10 assists. But, uh, you know, thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room. Those on social media. He definitely had 10 assists. I'll take that back. Yeah, he had, he had, matter of fact, Maybe matter two. fact B. Austin's stat line, he has 70, he, he has 70, zero, 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 zero. Um, shout out to everybody on social media. We appreciate those who called and got through. We appreciate the calls. Those we couldn't get to, we apologize. But you know how it is. To the next week, it. live right here on demand. We touch up on everything going on in the world of sports. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the start of next week. Please, please stay safe and be considerate of others. And we'll see Down you right loop. back here next time. Catch all of our conversations, everything we do on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our blogs, webcasts, podcasts. Everything is found at The Hub. The Hub is warroomsports.com. Also, pick up our book, Sports the Book, at sportsthebook.com or go to the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. 
be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on top. Damn dick, boy. All the blueprint, yo. Every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Shout out to Dev, PJ, Be Austin, Doc Bay on replay. WarRoomSports.com. Get that mobile app. It's not dialed. Call it three two three fourteen double o twelve. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, let's talk sports. Showtime like magic in the block course. Magic looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, tip stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours. Get your game up. Uh, who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War Room Sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.